Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. The medicine reveals the hidden mysteries of one of nature's most powerful and controversial remedies, ayahuasca. Increasingly popular in the West, ayahuasca is both traditional Amazonian shamanism as well as a promising new focus of mental health research. In the documentary, The Medicine introduces us to a spiritual leader, Taita Juanito, both a teacher and a student of a sacred plant in the Colombian Amazon, where ayahuasca is also known as yage. Former NFL safety Kerry Rhodes and actor Anna Lynn McCord, each facing personal struggles, are introduced to ayahuasca and it's a remarkable documentary. I had so much fun in, in terms of learning about things that I didn't know about and really getting into the true spiritual connection that we have with plants and the fauna and the world around us. And it's a beautiful documentary. No, thank you. We had a great time making it. How did you get to know about the Rhythmia uh, Research Center? How did you know about ayahuasca, what, did, what sort of led you to this point where you wanted to do the documentary? Well, all quite by accident. Uh, my wife um, was uh, having a hard time because her father had passed away. And one of her friends um, is co-owner or co-creator of Rhythmia down in Costa Rica. And she invited her down there. Um, so she went down there and she's like, what is this? She had no idea what ayahuasca was. And um, she, she had the ceremony with Taita Juanito and it helped her. She, it really transformed her in dealing with her, her loss and everything that was going on in her world. And when I saw the difference in her is when I said, okay, well, I, I need to go down and try this myself. So I went down to Rhythmia and I tried it and, and it had a profound effect on me from right from the beginning. For example, I quit drinking hard alcohol um, right away. It wasn't an intention, it just happened. And I just felt more centered and calmer. And then along the way, she insisted on doing a documentary about <clears throat> Taita Juanito, and we would try and figure out an angle of how to do it. And eventually he had to go down to back to Colombia and ask the spirit world whether we should be allowed to do this documentary. And six months later, they said, yes, uh, after a ceremony with the grandfather, they gave us the permission to start shooting this documentary. Talk about the grandfather. That is an amazing part of the story. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he passed away last year. He was, he was 109 years old. They were saying that he's the oldest shaman around uh, at the time. And very you know, influential in Taita Juanito's life. I think he's the person who Taita went to and said, look, we want to take this medicine out to the West and, and the elders have made this conscious decision to bring. And I think it's uh, to our benefit, really, I think because it's very beneficial in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's amazing. It, you, you, you refer to his passing in the film and, um, but we do get some time with him and yes. at 108 or 109 years old, whenever you filmed him, uh, he was still remarkably vibrant, seemed very engaged. He seemed to be really of this world. And at that age, that, that's pretty remarkable uh, to see. Yeah, no, at that point, um, 
to get to the facility where we filmed them, you had to go up a hill and he walked it up himself. And it was, it was tough for me, <laughs> you know, and he, he would just kind of walk up and sit for a little bit and walk up and he, he, he made it and he was very, very active and, and uh, an amazing uh, presence. Well, let's describe a little bit about the origins of the, the center of this film, which is ayahuasca. What is it? What goes into the, what we call ayahuasca? Ayahuasca is a traditional healing medicine used in the Amazonian basin. It's used in um, Brazil, Peru, Ecuador, Colombia, parts of Bolivia, parts of uh, Venezuela. And the funny, the, the interesting thing to me is that all of these tribes had have the same tradition for thousands of years. And they say, and there's some debate about this, how old this is. They say it's over 4,000 years old and they've been using it. And it takes two plants, uh, a vine and a leaf combined to make a brew that gives, gives it the psychedelic effect. Now, the, the interesting part is, and we, bring, we make a point of it in the documentaries, how did they find these two plants to combine at that time to get the psychedelic effect? And with so many plants, of, so many species of plants in the, in, in the Amazon basin, they didn't have labs, you know, they'd have universities back then. So it's, it's, it, it, it's, is it an accident or is it trial and error? And if you talk, and I believe this, if you talk like to, to, to the indigenous folks, they say that it's, um, it was brought to them by the spirit world and they were told what to use. And with all the different plants that they use, and they use plants for almost everything. So to, to heal themselves of almost everything. So I do believe that this was a message sent from the spirit world, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, that told them, you know, what to use for this purpose and as a conduit to the spirit world. In the film, there's a reference to the hundreds of thousands of different plants in, in the Amazon. Yeah. So the idea that you would combine these two, a root and a plant, uh, is together. It's hard to argue with, with the divine intervention of some sort or other, other unknown factor of an, in, of an intervention. So it's hard to argue with that. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, I didn't believe in a higher spirit before doing ayahuasca or God, if you will. I was very much an atheist or agnostic. I, you know, I've vacillated between the two and then you know you do something like this and the things that happen and and the things that you see and experience and and you can't help but you know change your belief system and i it's been my belief system has definitely changed over the years the last three years that i've been doing ayahuasca we're talking with the director of the film the medicine the documentary film the medicine that's uh, <clears throat> excuse me farzan tozi film comes out i believe we're in theaters no, it's in on uh, streaming July, um, July 7th on the right. streaming platforms. So no the worries. film is going to be uh, screening and streaming uh, July 7th. So check that out. That's a Tuesday, I believe. Uh, Tuesday, That's correct. July 7th. The film features two people. So we, it features Kerry Rhodes of NFL, former NFL safety, as well as actor Anna Lynn McCord. And we sort of journey with them as they decide they want to try this and we we were with them through throughout the film and their journey and and the ceremony that that goes along with taking ayahuasca but but the film is also about the culture it's about the shaman it's about a lot of other things but they're sort of our 
our guides, if you will, if that's a good way to put it into this world and into this experience. Um, how did they come into the project? Well, they're both, fr they were friends of ours. And, um, and I think we wanted to make this documentary to make this medicine accessible. And we wanted to make, we wanted to make this uh, relatable. And we felt that a former NFL player with the whole idea of CTE and they, they know that ayahuasca regenerates brain cells spontaneously. So we thought maybe there's a connection there. And, and with Annalyn having so much trauma in her life that she's been very open about uh, sexual trauma so, so that, that it would be a good opportunity to, to use them to parlay this message that this is something that can be both beneficial on a, on a, on a psychological and physiological level to, to people. And I love in the film the way they experience it differently. We, we see yes. prior to their taking ayahuasca and then after, after the fact, I'm not going to say what those reactions are, but I will just say that they, they got out of it a very individual kind of reaction, a very individual experience. It's a good cross-section of within those two people, of people who would be interested in something like this and very open both of them are very open about it. So I, I, my congratulations on sort of landing on them for- uh, Thank you. For, yeah, for having them in the film. But there's also a, a slew of people commenting on, throughout the film on the science of ayahuasca. So uh, I thought Graham Hancock was terrific, Rachel Harris. Um, there are many other experts in the film. I thought Graham, for me, has sort of connected the most for me sort of a yeah. Western perspective, but at the same time, open-minded about all of this stuff as well. Is that well, fair? Yeah. It's funny because one of the first, after I drank it for the first time, I hadn't done any research, and then I started doing the research. One of the first videos I came up uh, on was Graham Hancock's uh, TED Talk, which allegedly was banned about ayahuasca. And he really put things in perspective about what ayahuasca is and how that this is you know, ayahuasca is a threat to really the status quo because it opens up people's consciousness. And, and that is something that is not really revered in our world for, for people to be conscious and aware of what's going on. <laughs> you know, and I thought that was an interesting take on it. And, um, and now more than ever, I think we need to be conscious as, you know, and I think there's this battle of the status quo versus, you know, raising our consciousness and, and our it's an overused term vibration if you will and, and be more aware of humanity and nature and, and and get along with others you know yeah well that that's a good that's a good spot to talk about the actual uh, manifestation of ayahuasca and how it impacts our brain and and there's been enough research enough research and I'm sure there's more to be done on how it it lights up parts of our brain that aren't generally lit up. Look, I'm, I'm not a scientist per se, but it just seems like it's a way to tap into our subconsciousness uh, of areas of, of our brain that we normally don't use. And it connects parts of our brain that don't normally get connected, right? It's, yes, yes. And, and it rewires for, in the case of, you know, if, if, again, I'm not a uh, scientist, but if, if we have traumas, and we all have traumas, right, whatever that is from age zero to five <laughs> you know whatever those traumas are it it, it, it creates a um, sort of pathway and, and ayahuasca in our brains and ayahuasca goes and, and 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 
re fixes that pathway, you know, where, where we are able to deal with our traumas yeah. um, on, a, on a very sort of profound level. So it goes into the subconscious and it relieves us of, of our trauma, essentially. Again, I'm not doing it justice, but, but something to that effect. Um, <clears throat> and I think ultimately, you know, if during the night of ayahuasca, you hear, you know, typically it's between two, 20 and 50 people and you see, you just, you hear all kinds of stuff going on, right? You see, you, 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 you can feel people's sort of pain and what they've gone through. And, and they say it's like thousand hours of uh, therapy in one night. And then, you know, and you're like, people are having a hard time. People are having a good time. People are having all kinds of stuff going on. And the next morning, it, the weight gets lifted off people. Yeah. You know, they feel like a million bucks. So, you know, I, and I think I've, I've said this a couple of times. I feel like it's not, it, it's not, to me, it's not a drug because there's nothing fun about it, right? It's not, you don't go do this for fun. You go do this for therapy, you do this to heal. And then, you know, in the case of drugs, typically, you know, you may feel good when you're using drugs, but, the, you, you know, whether pharmaceuticals or illegal drugs, the next morning, you may not feel so good, right? This is the opposite. You may not feel that great during a ceremony, but the next morning, it doesn't matter what you went through. The next morning, you're going you're gonna to feel like a million bucks. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's that's a difference. And it's in the film. All the things you just described are in the film. And in what you said earlier about the you know raising people's consciousness, that sort of became something from the seventies and sort of got sixties and seventies. Raising people's consciousness became kind of a an epithet after a while. Like that was you know there was something to be um, shamed of. Um, but I do think that when you raise your consciousness you're less likely to, to buy the latest and greatest gadget. No, absolutely. I think, look, I think it's a concerted effort, right, to get us to watch sports, get us to get a big TV, keep our minds off of, uh, off of what's going on, right, yeah, and yeah. just keep consuming. And it's do you want to play in the material world, which is what we were subliminally conditioned to or play in the spiritual world. And that's the difference between the ancient worlds and what we're going through today. Well, and, and another thing about all of this is the world in which ayahuasca comes from has been around, as you mentioned, you know, 4,000 years or more. And this particular iteration of human behavior has been around for about five or 600 years, right? You mean Adam Smith and you know the, the you know talking you know talking about economies and capitalism and consumption is a relatively new uh, human experience and so uh, hopefully as we move forward as humans uh, we begin to readjust re hit the reset button here whether it be through ayahuasca or some other means I think we have to <laughs> I don't think we're going to have much choice. No, and I think we're 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 at a crossroads right now as 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 you know humanity. We're at a crossroads where that decision needs to be made and made quickly. <laughs> it does. It does. I mean, with the climate as well as I think what we're going through with COVID nineteen right now is the first of what I think will be many other pandemics. The science is telling us that as the permafrost evaporates in in the upper regions of the world 
that uh, viruses that have been locked up for thousands of years will now be released into the, into our world. God knows what kind of consequences that will have, but we, we're at a, we are at a crossroads. It's just hard to, it's, Carson, we, we are, we are at a crossroads. Uh, you know, the, the, the thing that's interesting to me is that it seems from what I've been told, the elders all across the Amazon region made a decision to bring this to us, which is interesting. And, and it's more because I think they, they saw what's happening in the world. They saw what's happening with their, their environment, right? So, you know, they're, you know, the, all these mining companies are going in there, all these uh, the cattle pastures are being put up in their forests and they're seeing the destruction around them. And they're like, okay, well maybe, we need to give give them our medicine to un, so that they can connect with na with nature the way we connect with nature. Amen. The film is called uh, The Medicine, and it is coming out on July seventh. Uh, you can find it online. It'll be on, on Apple, iTunes, and Google Play, and Amazon, and the the, the usual suspects of uh, media streamers. Fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had a great time with it. Not only did I find it interesting, fascinating, following these people, getting to know Taita Juanito and uh, all of the aspects of it, but it also just watching the film will open your mind up to possibilities, whether or not you, you, whether or not you walk through one of those doors or not, that's up to you, but at least it opens up those doors for, or it gives you the opportunity to walk through them. And uh, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you thank you so much so we've been talking with the director of the the medicine the documentary film the medicine and that would be Fars and Tuzi. thank you all the best thank you so much really appreciate your time you've been listening to film school radio the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films you can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.